know, when I say it's not every day, I really mean it this time because, you know, it's not every day you have Mr. and Sarah Varsity, head coach of the Maine South football program since 2001. 2001, quite a ride. That's correct. Yeah. Quite a ride. We got a lot to talk about. We got, <laughs> we got, we're going, we're going to go all through it. Let's turn back the clock. Let's get right in because there's not a, you know, not a, we don't have all day. So let's get right into it. You were a student here. You played. And I, d- I did my research. There was an article out there uh, in the Tribune right before 2016 that came out comparing you to the Loyola coach. Obviously, we know who stood the test of time because he's now gone, uh, retired last week, this week. But it went through. You played three positions when you were in high school. Is that true? What positions? Uh, my senior year, I finished up as a wide receiver and defensive back. Uh, was the holder for PAT field goal as well. Uh, but I was a backup quarterback as well because uh, I was the quarterback freshman and sophomore year right. uh, and part of junior year. So Wore a couple hats. A couple hats. Same in baseball. I played baseball all four you years. You played baseball here? And uh, was a, you know. A little bit of a uh, ended up at second base, but could play outfield, could play a little third once in a so while. You're short. A tri- so you're a tri sport with basketball too, and I played basketball. Yep. I was gonna, I, I just learned that a couple. Of, you played told me basketball when I asked, for four yeah. years. Yep. So that's right. Yeah. Where'd you find time outside of school? I mean, I, uh, I, I, was there time outside of school? I was voted the uh, uh, senior sur- superlatives. I was right. voted biggest jack uh, uh, as I'm a tri sport athlete. So, and that's all I've uh, loved and ever done. And you are what you are, and I'm a PE teacher and a football coach, and uh, absolutely love it. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nothing wrong with that. And you're the coach of the best class of leaders uh, possibly ever. I'm a little biased. but A little that's, biased. I'm a little biased. There's a little bias out there. <laughs> but you were, you've were you been here for a, not just at Maine South, but in Park Ridge. Uh, was it MSW? Because we, I know because we've compared uh, you know different parts of your studenthood. Yeah. over there to our class. Yeah. I know 1981 graduate of Mary Seat of Wisdom, eight years of uh, strong education. I want to give a shout out right now uh, to uh, Father John Cusick because you know him. The best. And he baptized me and married my parents. Yeah, he baptized uh, a couple of my kids. He uh, used to lay on the, uh, he'd come to our house for dinner about once a month. Uh, my mom would make dinner for he and a few of the other uh, preset. Yeah. Mary Seat of Wisdom, phenomenal. Big um, influence on me. He's, he's the, I'm going to send that. We're going to send this to him. We're cool. going to make sure. Yeah, of course. Why not? But when going back at it, you know, how big of a impact did your childhood have on your uh, career right now? Where'd the homegrown pipeline, if you would, kind of come in? Uh, you know, growing up in Park Ridge, uh, youngest of seven kids, uh, saw my older, older, uh, Two sisters play a lot of sports, uh, so I was up here probably in 73, 74, uh, through about 77, um, watching them play volleyball, basketball, softball. Uh, and then I had two older brothers uh, that also played. My oldest played three sports, and uh, my middle brother played uh, three sports until uh, his sophomore year and then played uh, football, college football. So Maine South athletics were always a huge part of my upbringing uh, sports just a, a tremendous part of uh, everything we did as a family um, my dad's from Pittsburgh so we grew up Steelers fans? Steeler and pirate fans still to this day not much to root about for the pirates not really but not in the 70s four Super Bowls and two World Series it was kind of easy to be a pirate and Steeler fan absolutely okay so going to your high school career things were different because I know my mom went here so she talked about how um, 
you know, there was nothing really like Friday Night Lights. Friday, there was some Saturday games. Mostly. Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon games. How big was the student section? Was it was it the Hawk Nest? There was no Hawk Nation. There was nothing. Uh, student section wasn't bad, but no, it wasn't as organized. Um, it was Saturday afternoon, so probably more distractions for you know the the uh, sure. regular student. I think we played two Friday night games uh, on the road. Of course, we didn't have lights, uh, but there was nothing better than Saturday afternoons. We loved it. And then when I started coaching as an assistant, then as a uh, head coach, not until 2009 did we get lights. So uh, the true Friday night light experience didn't happen for Maine South until 2009 so and when you, uh, that was a state championship when you were head coach 2008 you didn't have friday night lights we did not have friday night lights in 08 and then it quickly flipped to 09 and fortunately for us we won the state championship again but and this time under a different setting of the uh yeah the friday night lights and once again right after that in 2010 that three period i mean three-year period how awesome was that <laughs> just i mean it, there couldn't be anything better you were nationally ranked top team in the state for three years straight uh, in the 8A, 8A division. School spirit's got to be at like, some sort of all-time high. People are flooding to the games just to watch success. At that time, you, Matt Elvedi was your Elvedi was his – 2010 was a sophomore. and he was, okay, he was so he was there. Yeah, he was the varsity okay. quarterback okay. as a sophomore, won the state championship as a sophomore quarterback. That's Was he All-American? Uh, he ended up being an All-American, yeah. uh, playing in an All-American game out in California. Uh, it was pretty pretty darn cool his senior year, yeah. Not so, much better than that. Lost in the quarterfinals his senior year, yeah. Oh, so kind of like this okay. year, kind of like this year, yeah. It was a tough one. Right, but we come back in 2016, you do it all over again. We so, do it all over again. It's just a cycle. It's a cycle. Moving past college, uh, high school, let's go to college. You, I, I found this. You, you played rugby in college? Played rugby. Two years of rugby in college, uh, and I continued playing rugby for seven more years after that for the – Chicago Lions, who I you know still follow uh, very closely. Um, we actually, I, I learned the game in England. I, I went to England to study uh, abroad. That's right. Talk about that for a sec, because you went over there for their it was a physical education program, and that's where all the Cirque du Soleil stuff that we talk about in leaders. Like right. that's what they did over yeah. there. So Sport acrobatics. Doing, yeah, yes. acrobatics. Yes. So how different was that? Uh, it was a tremendous experience. What a great. Um, to be able to study what you want to do uh, in another country and learn how they do things. Uh, obviously, soccer, uh, cricket, they liked their basketball at that time. They weren't as good. They're, they're, they've developed much more to this point. So I played basketball and uh, rugby for the school. Rugby, I was learning, and over my head, basketball, you, it was it was hilarious. I mean, we absolutely dominated. I was going to say, did you tear them up? Just tore yeah. them up myself. and. Uh, uh, three Canadians uh, okay. just dominated the league. Once we got sure, there, it sure. was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. How was the food over there? I do have to ask. Um, you were over there for yeah, a I lost bit. a little so bit of weight. You know, okay, lost it. a little bit of weight, and uh, you know, very bland and was not. And, and it's dorm food too. Sure. It's okay. So it just college dorm English. Yeah, totally. It Great. doesn't work real well. <laughs> Great. But you're still over there studying abroad. You know, there's there's not fantastic. Much better than, there's not much better than that. Yeah, and then I've done a lot of uh, travel. Since then, that probably gave me the t taste, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to coach four times in Europe, uh, American football teams in Europe, uh, against... For full seasons or just for games? Uh, just for spring break, our uh, uh, under-19 American teams would play the... We've played France, under-19, 
the Italian under-19 teams twice, and then the uh, Irish under-19 teams. So I've been to those four countries just to coach football. What a great experience. What a great opportunity spreading American football to the world. Nothing better than that. Or at least to just, Europe. Just a guess. Was Irish the best team out of them? Uh I have to. Assume. We are not going to talk about that game because it was a little embarrassing for the Irish. For, for the for the Irish, that was okay. the highest, the most. Uh, yeah, that was that the score. biggest differential. Oh, go ahead. We tried not to score, but it ended up being seventy-six to nothing. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> was the Italian score? Uh, second time around, second time around, I was able to uh, coach my son. He was part of the the team in two thousand spring of two thousand nineteen, um, and that was a uh, yeah sixty to maybe seven, right around there. So they kept it a little closer than the uh, the Irish, for, the French. I, I would root for the U.S., but I was hoping that the Irish would be able to. Yeah, no, pull they, some sort it's of. still new to them. Still new to them. Okay, rugby, that's, they'd they'd crush us, but uh, I was going to say American football, not so much. That's fair. Uh, let's talk about college. I went to Illinois State because I wanted to be a teacher. They had a phenomenal uh, uh, education program. Uh, to play in college, I would have been at a Division three school, a smaller school. Yeah. I, uh, at the time, didn't want to do that. Once in a while, I look back saying maybe I should have, but at the time, didn't want to and wanted to be a teacher, knew that. Uh, so I went to a bigger school. And the ability to play football, I was not, I was not quite good enough to play for uh, the Redbirds at Illinois State. So I took up rugby. When did you know you were going to come back here? Um, it was always a dream. Uh, and even once I was in college, I would come back, you know, a lot to talk to my coaches in three sports and to come watch, you know, former teammates play, um, but also to kind of stick close to the program, close to right. the school, close to the administration. And when I graduated, uh, they needed somebody in an emergency situation. Uh, I took over the second semester uh, teaching PE, but it was only supposed to be first semester. Uh, and then at the end of the year, uh, end of the year in the summer, um, they decided they would hire back that position. Fortunate enough to get that job. So, so right place, right time. By coming around, being around, letting them know I was very interested, and then being obviously in the right place at the right time, it led to this career, which is a uh, what's better than it? Picture perfect. Never worked a day in my life. I don't work. I you said that when we were on the field yeah. trip. That's not a. It's not a job. It's not a job. I I, I teach and I work with uh, kids and I coach sports and uh, it's just been a phenomenal experience. I've loved every single day of it. So when you came back here to teach, so that second semester, did you start the next year as assistant coach? I started the next year as a sophomore assistant, a volunteer. Okay. Uh, then I went. That was for one season. Then I was with the freshman A team for two seasons. I was the head freshman coach for two okay. seasons. And then in 93, I uh, became a varsity assistant. Okay. Did that for, is it eight? Eight, eight years. years. Um, and while I was doing that, I was also coaching basketball. Started with the freshman for three years, and then uh, the sophomore head coach for eight years. Uh, did you ever coach Coach Wayman? I did not. He came about... Five years, five years after I uh, okay. gave up basketball to become the head football coach in two thousand one. Like okay. you said, that's right. He's a little bit younger. Um, so you came became head coach, uh, football coach right after a state championship win. Once Coach Hopkins left, um, I got to ask. Tell the story of um, did you know that it was going to happen, or was it kind of you was it an application process or 
how'd that come about when you kind of took over the role? Yeah, Coach Hopkins was not only my coach uh, when I played here uh, on his first team, um, then became very successful because of how he ran his program and what he knew, how he handled kids, uh, learned from him as an assistant coach, uh, worked side-by-side, nonstop with him. He was a mentor to me. He was a, another father to me, um, just a fantastic uh, person that I still talk to closely to this day. Uh Won two state championships in 95 right. and then 2000. Retired from teaching and coaching uh, at the end of the 2000-2001 uh, school year. He stepped away. He stepped away. Um, I, I'm in that same position right now uh, where I will finish my teaching career at the end of uh, the spring here. Right. But what's to come we're still not sure so uh but in his situation i was, hope, I was hoping you're gonna make some so i thought no nope, not oh, gonna okay. make an announcement now no but he, he wasn't much older than me a couple of years he could yeah. have continued to coach he, he was more than able to right uh, but he chose to just retire and step away from the whole process right um so that was a, it was a difficult i'd been a assistant coach on two state championship teams plus plenty of playoffs conference championships so i had the resume but being in-house maybe it's it's not me it's you know coach hopkins obviously and the rest right. of our staff uh being a big time program two state championships there were a lot of people interviewing for the job um, a lot of people from other schools that were coming in trying successful to, yeah some were head coaches some were you know maybe a, a varsity assistant like myself yeah and I would have to say I mean I think I interviewed well I think I did I I earned the position but I think Coach Hopkins strongly, strongly, you know, with the accolades of our program and that I was involved, uh, strongly pushed for me, and I can't thank him enough for that. In the end, it was the principal and athletic director's decision, right? And they did, uh, they did uh, give me the position in uh, late February of two thousand one. Got it. All right. Well, what a story because, you know, it could have gone either way. History could have been totally different here. You know, you never know what program. Never know. Could have, Correct. You never know. There was a strong candidate. I won't say from where. No need to. He could have easily been that coach, and uh, I believe he became a head coach somewhere else and stepped down about three years later. So, you never know. I'd exactly. like to say, yeah, exactly. How yeah. about that? Now, but here's what another thing that could be: none of those coaches were coming back when they're in college, sticking close to the program. No one was invested. I mean, I would say no one was as invested as you would have been. You know just it goes to show that you put the effort in hopefully you can reap the rewards afterwards right 100 percent. i i definitely knew the community i knew the school i uh, knew the uh, you know just all the traditions um and that was strongly in my favor you know when i was uh, when i was interviewing and then to be able to use that and continue to use that until this day all the traditions we've had here at maine south in park ridge um that's that's definitely been something that has helped us win right many games and it's a community thing you, when you talk tradition you know the tradition of the program itself not just the traditions within it you know the tradition of just the city of park ridge in general right and bringing players together bringing together a family you know a brotherhood and working together to achieve that goal at the end of the season yeah you know? it is so special it is a, a unique um community that we have and they love their football and uh we take full 
full advantage of that and use that in our favor. And, uh, again, it's helped us win games that I think in, in times right. where we shouldn't have been, we're not the better team, but we're the stronger uh, family. Right. Let's talk about this year for a little bit. So still an outstanding season. Within the regular season, three points total for the games that were lost, Warren and Prospect. Correct. A total of three points. Uh, there were teams that we beat by many double digits. Um, so, you know, those games could have gone either way. But we talked in August at game day in the commons about, uh, you know, your prospects for the season, what you thought was going to happen, um, the hard work you guys had put in beforehand. Um, obviously, you know, being down at Champagne would have been the end goal, but still making it to the quarterfinals and, you know, ending the season on that. It's unfortunate, but it's definitely not the worst that could have happened. So let's talk about it. Uh, thoughts on the season, um, where to come from? Yeah, you know, um, they, these kids were fantastic. They had a taste of the championship last year. Uh, had a little uh, uh, chip on their shoulder from, you know, getting all the way to the championship, uh, finishing 12-2, and two, but not winning it. Um, so that, that fueled their passions in the offseason. Um, our motto was to uh, find the inches because right. we were that close inches away. to winning it in 21. Um, and they, 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 they found every inch they could uh, throughout the process, throughout the off season, throughout the summer. Um, you know, you always you, you got to get a little lucky to win a championship. That's right. Um, teams that win it, you look back and a, a ball bounces the right way or a coin flip or – uh, you're playing at home on, against a, a better opponent or uh, weather condition. You got to get a little lucky, um, and you got to stay healthy. And unfortunately for us, we lost. Right. You know Ryan Laden, our quarterback, phenomenal uh, player right. for us, great athlete, great leader. In week two, early in week two, right. and like you said, still our two losses to two top fifteen teams. Exactly. Um, at the time, top ten teams were by three points. Right. without our starting quarterback. So that's a credit to not only our players, obviously, um, to Jack D. Philippus coming in. I was in, about to say, can we give a Stepping in for, uh, yeah. for Ryan uh, and, and being thrown into the, the fire, um, but also to our coaches for putting him and the others into that position. Uh, my assistant coaches do a phenomenal job of preparation during the week, of pushing kids to be their best. Uh, and even with that, Right, we had a chance in the fourth quarter, and uh, I told somebody yesterday: when you lose three points in the regular season and for two games, right. and three points in the quarterfinals, six points total. Unfortunately, that comes down to coaching, and we could have done a better job. So I'm going right. to put that one on myself, not on our guys, because they gave everything they could. Uh, we as coaches need to find those six points. So, right. well, I will say this because the prospect game that was on a Thursday. Uh, right. Thursday evening, yeah. Thursday evening. What an which, electric crowd. Was that phenomenal? It was electric. I had, I had to leave at halftime because I announced the first quarter. Jimmy. Uh, well, okay. What? You can I, – I had a AP bio test the next day, which – You announced this in the game, didn't you? When you were announcing the game, you said, I got to go. I did. I, I had to step out. There was no way I could have – now, did every part of me want to? Yeah. Okay, that's a regret you're going to have to live with for. I will for, live with that regret for a while. You'll will. remember that. Hey, yeah. when you're on ESPN, all right. When you're announcing, when you're covering these games, someday, someday, 
Maybe the Thursday night game. You're doing a Thursday night telecast. Exactly. And you say, you know, I can remember. I can remember the last my Thursday junior night. year. Senior year, I didn't let that happen. No, definitely. Senior not. year, I, I, I just, I, I just blew off the bio test because I realized football is so big. I mean, naturally. I mean, this is Hawk Nation. Come on, <laughs> let's be real with it. If it was senior year, totally different story. Totally different story. But no, I did have to leave. But I, granted, I went home, and uh, while I was studying, possibly not a great idea. I had the game right on on mute, but I was looking up, uh, you know, now and again just to see it, and then I watched the, you know, the two point conversion at the end. Um, which was tough to watch, but, you know, granted, if it had been on a Friday night, if, you know, things were different, because wasn't it the IHSA required every team to have a Thursday night game because of ref shortages? That was what We chose as me. a conference to help okay. out the refing, yeah, because there is a problem with refs, and that's a call out to all you uh, uh, high school, college uh, uh, athletes. Uh, if you want to stay close to the game, get into refing. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't always pay pay the best. It's not bad, but it definitely helps the game, uh, and it's a way to stay involved with the game, uh, close to the game. Um, yeah, my, my brother-in-law is a Big Ten, just retired as a Big Ten football official, actually refereed the 2013 National Championship game. Oh, stop. Um, really? You know, and he started back in high school. Back in high school. Started back in high school. Shout out for That's all, a shout the, out. all That's the people. A little, yeah. yeah. Um, but it could have gone differently. That could have affected where – seating was when it came to playoffs because that's just based on record not strength of schedule. big difference yeah For, yeah um so you know you, you things one bounce could have gone differently one catch totally Got it. different Again, totally different stay story. healthy and right. and get a little lucky yeah, uh, three points away from being nine and zero. Um, you know, again, credit to the to the guys just week in and week out right. of uh, pushing and helping and uh, overcoming that major injury. You know, right, huge. Yeah. Let's talk about next season. Now, I know you said you're not. There's no announcement yet. But as a hawk, as a former hawk, as an alum, uh, let's talk about kind of prospects for next season. So you're going to have strong seniors coming back. I know Constantine Coins a great. Uh, he played a couple games this year. Was in there. He's a sophomore. He'll be a junior next year. Also, a bunch of other next year juniors who will be you know able to play. There's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of possibility. Yeah. Right with that team. Where do you see it going? What needs to happen for a successful season? A uh, lot of potential. A lot of possibilities. A lot of potential. I think that's what you're looking for. And uh, you. there is definite potential. And we know potential is uh, nothing but a word and can very easily be wasted. So that's our job in the off season, both as a coaching staff, um, but as teammates, uh, to make sure we rise to the top of our potential, that we uh, – we find everything we can do um, to make ourselves better, to eliminate small mistakes, to eliminate uh, a lot of the uh, uh, baseline learning and, and be able to jumpstart pretty quickly. So, yeah, we probably return more players offensively and defensively than I'm going to say at least in a dozen years uh, wow. of guys with either Incredible. starting or significant playing Incredible. time. Incredible! Wow, I know you guys had you guys had was it one fifty four before Stevenson? It's before that game, one hundred fifty four off season lifts and practices going into last season. Correct. Yeah, that's you know it's mostly we count those days. Uh, what is it, eighteen or so, right before the season starts when in August when school starts, okay, and we start. So we count those eighteen days because that's leading up to the season. Uh, besides those, yeah, it was a hundred and. 
yeah whatever 36 140 uh off season we're we're at it right now for 2023 uh the day the season ended on saturday night the boys were in the weight room on monday uh probably over 100 guys right uh wanting to do what they can for season starts the next day yeah this tradition there was a quote, and I'm not sure who said it, but it's on the back of everyone's shirts. It's ability is great, availability is critical. Coach Hopkins. Was it Coach Hopkins? Coach Hopkins had that okay. in our uh, old weight room, the cage. And uh, very simply, uh, it doesn't matter how much ability you have. If you don't show up, it doesn't help us. So make sure you're showing up first and foremost. That's about 95% of the job. And then put the work in, and good things are going to happen. And you're huge on attendance. Huge. Right, when it comes to, wasn't it for picking numbers? Isn't it based off attendance? It's picking numbers. Uh, it's for a T-shirt, for a, and it's okay. picking numbers. It's for a T-shirt if they're 90% or more uh, okay. in the off season, minus if they're an athlete, if they're a basketball player right now. Right. I don't, I don't they, they are a basketball player, and I know they're going to, uh, be well coached and they're going to compete hard day in and day out so i just you know i keep an eye on them but i don't take attendance for them they're exempt for those right. number of days of their season but if they're not in a sport for a t-shirt and for uh picking their uniform numbers their jersey numbers yeah it's a little ritual we have and it's uh it's worked pretty well they can get tough when it gets to like the nitty-gritty like a oh, couple things here a couple things you know a couple missed this one missed that one but i really want that number but I know somebody ahead of me is going to grab it. You know, that's it's called regret. Yeah, when it comes down to it, yeah, called regret. And if you're there, uh, if you just keep finding ways to get there, um, you're not going to have those regrets. And uh, like I said, if you show up, good things are going to happen. And I think our guys are realizing that. Very simply, it's not a it's it's not magic. Right. It's a it's a commitment. It's just a, a commitment, and and you're you're going to get better by being there. Your teammates are going to make you better. You're going to make yourself better. We're going to make you better. Right push each other yes exactly let's do it let's do the last question uh it's a three-parter i love this question so you talked about travel actually this happens to be part of it if there is one location in the world that you could travel to without any money nothing you just you can go there what would it be and why number two if you could drive yourself in as a character into a movie what movie would it be and if you can invite three dinner guests to a uh, to a dinner, who would they be? Wow, that's a loaded question. There. Loaded that's question. Three I know, huge. But I, I know, but everyone gives such great answers. Absolutely. That I don't. I don't say it beforehand, so yeah, it's a little bit yeah. of a raw like reaction. It. Like it. Uh, I would say uh, any place. Any place. Italy's been great. Why not? Italy's been great, uh, beautiful country, beautiful, wonderful people. North or um, south. Just real and, and um, a place I haven't been that I want to go, I would say, is probably New Zealand. Uh, and really? rugby's a strong, rugby, I was gonna say strong the, uh, all-black tradition all there yes. and uh, a, a reason for my following of New Zealand, but I think New Zealand, maybe Australia, would be pretty cool to go to. Um, movie. 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 I just drop myself into any movie. Any movie? Any movie. Now, my favorite movie, two. I'm going to go with uh, uh, my favorite movie and the one I'm going to drop myself into. All right. Uh, favorite movie is uh, uh, Godfather 2. Okay. Godfather 2. Because it flashes yeah. between modern and the old country. Right. Uh, back and forth. And I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a history man myself. Uh, uh, just love that, how they... 
uh, is it juxtaposition? Uh, yeah, juxtapose. Yeah, just how they like go back and forth. I love that, and I love the story itself of uh, people coming to America, uh, like my grandparents. Um, and then I would say, uh, drop me into a movie. Um, it's it's the best, and I feel I live it a little bit. Uh, it's a wonderful life. Um, Classic. Because every day is a wonderful life, and right. it's a small town community, and you know I love that. So many times I've heard Park Ridge, was it uh, Bedford? No. Welcome to Bedford Falls. Bedford Falls, exactly. We've got the sign. We put it up at Christmas time. Do you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And my kids know. Every time I watch it, I've seen that movie literally 90 times, and uh, I get teary-eyed every time I watch it. I, I cry. I cry. I cry. I, I It's a good movie. Blubber. It's perfect. And we're right in the season right now. It's prime It time. is perfect, and it's such a great story of uh, giving back. It's right. not about yourself. It's about what you do for others. Exactly. Do you remember in Uptown when they had that thing that kind of like went across the street? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, it like, was kind of like Bedford Falls. Yeah, Bedford right. Falls, exactly. You're right. Yeah, when he's running down the, the middle. Exactly. Uh, so many Christmas, times. Christmas, Bedford Falls. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, I might go home and watch that tonight. I'm not How sure. How about it? Who I knows? Will. Uh, yeah, and absolutely. Three guests. And three people. Uh, sports hero is Roberto Clemente. Uh, he was one of the best on the field and one of the best off the field and everything he stood for and how he stood up for not only himself but his people and uh, that I just really again it was more than about himself um, it was about everybody else uh, I would have to invite uh, I'd bring back my dad who right. uh, passed away uh, Nine years ago, but, you know, any time you could spend, any more time you could spend with him. Had a great life with him, best right. dad ever, and would just love to, you know, sit again in conversation, although we talk every day, basically, right? Naturally. That's how you keep it alive. And, mm, man. Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> no, nah, I'd go with somebody uh, more probably historical. It'd either be a Martin Luther King or uh, or the man Jesus, you know, and be able to talk that way. That'd be so, a good. That'd be a. That'd be. That'd be a humbling good and uh, what we could learn, right? What could what we could learn? What could you learn? I love that. Thank you so much for coming. I've been I've been meaning to have this because I emailed you. Uh, yeah. During the season, I said, "Hey, after the season, right. would you be would you be willing to?" And then you said, "Yes." Thank you for coming. The the tradition, the commitment, uh, going back all the years, uh, outstanding. Um, so thank you. Just show up and give your best every day. Uh, and like I said, I'll kind of hunt you down on that Thursday night telecast. You can find me. You'll find me. Yeah, and you I better, will regret You better it. pursue this as a, uh, as a profession, Jimmy. You do, you do a phenomenal job. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure to follow at BHFH with Jimmy Johnson on Instagram to stay up to date with everything. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much.